systems initiated. You're listening to the Empire Podcast Network. As an actor, I made a career out of surviving personal and family dramas on daytime television. Now, in real life, I've also had my fair share of challenges, just like everybody else. But TV and film could be a nice escape from our own daily struggles. Well, let's face it. Life is not TV and film. Yeah. It's time to keep it real. With Real Conversations with Jacob Young. Sponsored by Boys Town. My guest this week is one of my favorite wives. On TV. <laughs> She's recently been seen in the hit CW series, Black Lightning. Last year, we worked together again on a short film project, Prepare for Launch, and a Zoom reading of an original Christmas screenplay. Poor Charles fans probably know her best as Jolene, 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 Jolene on General Hospital's Night Shift. Now, we're making history today as All My Children's JR and Babe are reunited once again. My guest this week is my good friend and TV ex-wife, Amanda Baker Browning, right? Uh, Welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. I'm always happy to do any sort of project with you, um, event, whatever it is. So thank you so much for having me. Well, I'm going to take that to the bank because I, I'm going to, I'm going to have you go ahead and be my PR rep and tell everybody out there that it's always fun to work with Jacob Young. It is. It's always fun. I've, we've, I mean, yeah, we've always had a blast. So, you know, of course, when you asked me to do this, I was like, uh, yes, you know, I mean, there's, there's not anything that could stand in my way. So I'm here and um, it's good to see you again. It's good to see you always. Yeah. Now, Amanda, you had one of the greatest TV entrances in daytime history, the hug, the, yeah. the hug. I mean, it the was hug. the hug. Remind fans about this famous hug when you were taking over for the role of babe that you morphed into. Yes. Well, of course, you, know, you get the script beforehand and I'm kind of reading through it and I'm like, oh, oh, wow. This is this is interesting because, you know, normally when you watch a soap and you know, I replaced a character, replaced Alexa. So, uh, you know, that person is kind of gone. And then the new person either enters the room, comes down the stairs. And it's like, this character is now being played by so-and-so. They were like, no, 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 we're not going to do that. We're actually going to do something we've never done before. And you, Alexa's going to go in for a hug with Bobby, Bobby Eakes, who played my mom. And when like mid shot as you're, as they're hugging, we're going to cut to, and then you're going to replace her. And then when you're coming out of the hug, it's going to be you. And I was like, Oh my gosh. Okay. This is either, this is, how is this going to go? <laughs> you know? So um, it's like all these people are at home and they're like, what, what's happening? Who is this person? But um, actually, I think it turned out pretty cool. And uh, I was actually thrilled to be a part of something that they'd never really done before. Yeah. And And, uh, yeah, but it was wild. It was crazy when I was watching it back on TV because they had like my hair was longer. They had cut it to match Alexa's. And of course, we had on the same exact outfit. And it was her last day on set and my first day. So 
there was all this stuff kind of going on. And of course my nerves are like shot. So, but, um, but I think overall it actually was pretty successful. So, they, they were like, yeah. how long is your hair? Perfect. What size yeah. do you wear? Perfect. What size exactly. shoe do you wear? Perfect. <laughs> yeah. And we're standing there side by side. I remember like, as she's getting a goodbye, you know, and we're wearing the exact same outfit. I'm like, this is trippy. This is just, <laughs> but, um, yeah, but it was cool to actually be on set with her for her last day and just sort of get to experience it. Cause a lot of times, you know, they're gone, you know, yeah. if you're replacing somebody. So, uh, yeah, but it was, well, it was I, I was there. I was there. I witnessed it. There. I was in the room during yes. the hug. Yes. And, uh, it was emotional. It was emotional. Of course, for it Alexa, was. you know, you're stepping in being brand new. Yeah. Was there any nerves? Is there anything that you were feeling that, you know, stood out to you at that? Yeah, moment? I was, I was definitely nervous because, you know, I, it was my first time stepping into a role where I was actually replacing someone. So I was continuing on with a character that had already been developed, you know, and had been going on for, for a few years. So yeah, I was nervous and all I wanted to do was, you know, um, obviously remember my lines, do a good job and, uh, just bring truth to the character. Um, but bring my own truth, you know, because I know a lot of times when you replace a character, it's like, obviously I'm not going to be exactly like what the other person portrayed, but I wanted to still have enough, history of the character and whatnot. So I could, um, you know, bring all those characteristics to, to the character. So yeah, I just was all those things were running through my head and I just kept thinking, you know, just concentrate, you know, just have fun and, um, just don't mess up. (laughs) You You did a fantastic job. And might I add to, you were coming in at a very awkward time on all my children while the show was slowly meeting its dim- demise. Yes. And there was lots of changes that were happening uh, with the regime, things that were out of all our artists minds. There was things that was just, we were unaware of that was happening behind the scenes. So yeah. I, I thought you did such a great job and I know everybody who was out there was watching the show knew the kind of pressure. I've been under that kind of pressure myself, yes. ladies and gentlemen, multiple times taking over, yes. including the character J.R., that's took right. that character over as well. It's yeah. never an easy place to step into, but when you have things that are happening behind the scenes that sort of are out of your control, that changes a few of the gears in the box, so to speak. And, yeah. and you definitely handled it like a champ. And um, I know personally, everybody who was involved with working you with you was sad to see you go. It was, it was yeah. a, it was a beautiful you know, death, I have to say, I think it was, yes. a, you know, I, I enjoyed playing those scenes with you. You, you were amazing. Thank you. Yeah. I, whenever, if I've done interviews or people ask like what, you know, what are some of the moments that stand out to you? And I always say, you know, those last scenes that, you know, we had and just the whole, the whole thing, it was like, those were real tears that I was crying because, um, you know, even though obviously I'm playing that I'm dying, but in my head, I'm thinking like, this is, you know, I'm like, I'm rolling out of here. So, um, you know, with all the emotions and everything going on, um, yeah, I didn't really have to, I didn't have to pretend as far as, you know, where my emotions were, uh, but they did write it very beautifully. And I was really happy about, um, 
the moments that we had and, you know, with my, you know, with my son and my mom and everything like that. So I, I thought that, you know, it was, it was, it was definitely done well in that sense. So I was, I was really proud of it. It it sure was. And I think most of the audience out there, they obviously they recognize that, but the one thing I want to just make the audience aware of too, is, you know, getting one of these jobs on any of these shows is like winning the lottery. Oh, totally. You literally are, you have to like have the scratch off that wins the hundred thousand dollar ticket. Like you're like, it was my local Lowe's down here in, in, in yeah. South Carolina. Um, <laughs> I scratched it off and I won the hundred thousand. It's the winning ticket yeah. and it is a big deal. So there's a yeah. lot of emotions going in and a lot of emotions going out. And Amanda, you were amazing. Thank you. You're sweet. Well, you made it easy because I feel like, uh, just the, what we had created, um, you know, as far as our characters and whatnot, I thought, you know, gelled really well. And so that makes it a lot easier, you know, and with Bobby, um, so, you know, the the chemistry there, the, just everything that was involved, um, it it made it easier. So it was, you know, it was very bittersweet. It was very bittersweet for sure. It sure was. And thank you. Well, you've been a part of the long running CW series, Black Lightning. Yes. Tell our listeners about the significance of this groundbreaking series. Well, it's a series um, that's uh, well close to my heart. I, I really auditioned for um, just to be on the show once. And, you know, my character, Rebecca Larson, is sort of the she's she's the news reporter of the show, sort of the resident news reporter. She's delivering all of the chaos of what's going on. And um, I was just really um, I was just really honored to be a part of a show a CW show, uh, you know, about superheroes, but none other than, you know, black lightning, that it's just sort of a groundbreaking thing, obviously. And, um, everybody on set was amazing, but, um, yeah, I was just supposed to go for the one time. And my agent called me afterwards and she's like, yeah, I think they're going to make Rebecca a recurring character. So get ready. You know, they're going to be calling for some more stuff. And, um, and yeah, so every time I would go, it's like, I'm, I'm, I'm dealing with like devastating news because the sh- on the show they're dealing with a pandemic. Like, so it was like, I'm, I'm living in a pandemic in real life. And I'm also reporting on a pandemic, you know, <laughs> like on the show yeah. and, um, and just reporting about just all of this, this stuff that's going on that sort of hit sort of close to home. Um, and, uh, yeah, so, so that was kind of trippy, but, um, but yeah, but the, the show is now, um, ended and so that was sad for sure but i think they're gonna they're definitely gonna be doing a spinoff uh called painkiller and so now do you uh, you see maybe your character maybe making some cameos in there doing some stuff yes you never know where rebecca larson might show up again i feel like you know it's like april from the ninja turtles like you're like yeah like you know she's like she shows up and she reports about what's happening and spins the story (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. So, you know, when there's some stuff going down, like Rebecca's going to show up and be on the TV and like, you know, be talking about it. So, yeah, she's she's got this edge to her. Um, Sometimes she can. She's 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 sweet, but she can she she has this edge to her. So, um, you know, yeah. So you never know when Rebecca's going to show back up again. But I was happy to hear they were going to do a spinoff and continue on with some of the characters that were um, that were on Black Lightning. And um, so, yeah, so it should be fun. Awesome. Well, you yeah. know, you're such a great mom and 
you know, there's a lot of things that we can pull from as actors, but what are some of your favorite things, first of all, before we go into that, about being a mother? Oh my gosh. Well, my kids, I can be having like the worst day and my son, especially he's seven. He's, he's full of personality and, you know, dramatic. I wonder where he gets that from, Um, (laughs) but he can just say something and he's full of these little, he's very quick witted and just make me laugh so hard, you know? And it's just, it's those moments where I'm like, wow, I'm so blessed to be this little, this little human's mom, you know, um, they just, they bring me joy, so much joy. And I learn so much for them because they see the world in such an innocent way. And, um, you know, just with everything kind of going on in the world, it's like, they, I, like I said, yeah, I can just be having it just lightens your day a little bit more, right? Lightens my day. Yeah. And, you know, pick him up from school and he's like, Hey mom, how was your day? How, you know, like, he's just, I don't know. And then my daughter, she's, She's 90 miles an hour. She's two and a half. She's very independent. And um, I just see so much in her of, of how she's going to be when she grows up. It's a little it scares me a little bit, but also I'm like, you go, girl, you know, because I feel like she's just wanting to forge her own path. So, um, yeah, so it just I just I, they bring me so much joy and I learn a lot from them. Absolutely. Well, and speaking of learning a lot, any skills as an actress have they come in handy being a mo- being a mom? Oh yeah, I can fake things big time, <laughs> <laughs> or tell certain stories where I, you know it's like my you know it's like oh buddy sorry mom I totally um, yeah I meant to do that but you know what happened you know <laughs> like, he's like oh, okay mom no problem you know but not that I'm lying to my children I don't lie but you know I'm able to. I can, I can keep, I can keep up face, you know? So I feel like those, those characteristics come in handy for sure. Um, but you know, my son has actually shown a little bit of interest in, in acting and, um, you know, he's had some auditions, so I've been able to give him pointers and help him, um, just with certain auditions and and things that we learn along the way that I, I didn't really have, you know, I mean, you go to classes and stuff, but but, you know, kind of having someone right there with you to coach you as it's happening. Um, well, you, you, well, you got yeah. to work with kids. You, you've been working with yeah. kids. We worked with kids on all my children. Yes. And, and, you know, there is a wrong way and there is a right way to teach children it's if so they true. have that desire to do that. And, yes. and when they do, if you nurture it, I mean, you'd never want to act against them because they're going to win the Oscar. First of they all, they totally are because they're genius when they're, when they're out there doing their thing, you know, <laughs> Un- uninhibited, like unaffected, just like they're just living moment to moment. They it's, are. It's and amazing. Speaking of that, the boys, the twins, Rory and Declan that play little a are graduating high school. Okay. And their mom, I've kept in touch with their mom and I know she, she reached out to me. I think she reached out to you and, um, she did this amazing thing where she's collecting notes and stories and things from people that they worked with. And I just was like, Oh my gosh, they are graduating high school. This is nuts. Like they were four or five years old, you know, when, know. when I was doing the show and, um, it's just crazy. So, and they were amazing, it's, you know, they were incredible. It's completely insane to think about that. <laughs> I know. I mean, you talk about tacking on years. I know what my parents were yeah. talking about now. It's, yeah. Oh, time absolutely. Flies. So fast. Yeah. Oh my gosh. But I still, <laughs> I, I still feel like that guy though. 
Yeah, I do. And I feel like it's gone by so fast. And I, I, I think I still feel that the passion, the hunger, everything that I, that I felt back then, um, you know, still there. So, you know, it's a good thing. When I was a kid growing up in the suburbs of Oregon, you know, I would be going on my bike with my brother. I would disappear for an entire day. Yeah. Um, these days, social media influences kids. Yeah. Everybody's going through this pandemic. Were there any challenges? I don't know. I guess going back that you faced when you were growing up, because now our kids are facing this whole pandemic thing. And I yeah. keep thinking about my carefree life. Like yeah. waiting, waiting for the ice cream man to come by and go play in the woods. Totally. I, I, I had a similar childhood. Um, I grew up in Charleston, Charleston, South Carolina. And uh, yeah, it was like run off with friends, um, you know, go play, you know, just it, it was it was a different, definitely a different feeling, definitely a different time. And um you know, just, just so lucky to be able to grow up in a time where I, I just didn't feel like there was, there was a lot of craziness going on. You know what I mean? Of course, there's always things going on in the world, but I didn't have to stay home from school because there was an illness going, you know, going around, um, you know, so, uh, I think very much just like you, it was like, just, Hey, you know, I remember one time I, I, was new. Uh, I was new to a school in second grade. We had just moved to a new neighborhood. So I had to go to a new school and I told my mom, Hey mom, I'm going to ride home on the bus with my new friend, Kathy. And she lives in the blue house down on the corner. Mm -hmm. My mom was like, okay. You know, <laughs> so, no she's like, I'll be there at six o'clock to pick you up. And it was just like, you know, one of those things. So yeah, not so much anymore. It's, yeah. it, it's different for sure. It's definitely changed. Yeah. I, my parents were just like, be back by dark. You're, yeah. you're fine. If, it, if you're not yeah. home by dark, we're going to be calling every neighbor we know. Totally. You know, and you know, everybody's, you know, the neighbors, you know, and you know, you're familiar with everybody. And, but do you um, know the neighbors? But do you really? Do you really know? The, I don't know. I mean, do like you, you always want to put your trust in your neighbors, but I was going, yeah. I'm not quite <laughs> sure I want to do that. Hey man, will you take out my garbage can? If he says no, yeah, then that's not a trusting neighbor. Not, not trusting at all, you know, <laughs> and especially now you kind of give them the side out. You're like, you asked me to take your trash out, but you won't take my trash out. Come on, man. Come on, man. Do you ever journal thoughts and feelings, things like that? I wish I did because I've been told many times throughout my life. Um, you know, Hey, you know what? You should, you should journal that because I love to sing. And people are like, I've, I've always wanted to try to write songs and get more into that. And they're like, you know, you should probably start writing down, um, you know, your thoughts and feelings and stuff. And that makes a, a song. Yeah. Make a song, you know, it channels its way into songs and open, you know, just, just really spurs a lot of creativity. And do you know that I have, I, I like, I'll get started with something start doing it and then just like fall away from it. So I, um, I need to really like buckle down and do that. Well, is I there another way that you say would like be able to blow off the steam of a day, something that's gotten away? Is there something that you gravitate towards that helps you get through? Well, 
singing for me is that outlet. If it, when I'm not being creative in a way, as far as acting or whatnot, singing is, um, I always say that was sort of my, I've always had to work at acting and, but I feel like with singing, it was something that, that, that just always came really natural to me. And, um, and so I'm able to right now, um, on the, you know, I'm on the worship team at church. So I get to do that once a month, but also like, if I just need to get in the car and just like go somewhere and run errands and something, I'm just, the radio is up. I'm playing the music I'm singing and I'm just, I feel like it's such a great outlet for me that it's, it's, it's my go-to really. And I always feel so good if I get on a song that I love and I'm just like singing, singing along with it and just, you know, getting the vocal cords going. So that for me is an outlet for sure. Absolutely. I'm, I'm the same way. I find that outlet with, with music, especially if I'm having a moment and it Mm -hmm. seems like, wow, I I sang that the best. I probably am ever going to sing that song. Right. Yeah. It's because I've had the the way of the world, but when I'm on my way to Chick-fil-A, man, Yeah. I mean, it's, it's always been an outlet for me and always something that um, just made me feel really, really good. And, you know, I think music affects a lot of people, obviously. Um, but getting it out, you know, and sometimes singing it to the top of my lungs, you know, it's like, man, that felt good. You know, even if I'm just the only one, I'm just, I'm the only one in the car, you know? Um, but yeah, that's, that's huge. Speaking of what that and getting things out, you are always so happy. You're such a happy person. Oh, thanks. Well, yeah, you are. You always exude this light. Now this might sound redundant and we might've just answered it, but how do you manage to always stay so positive? Well, (laughs) okay. We all know behind closed doors, we have those, obviously those moments, those moments, you know, uh, where we just want to crawl in the corner and, you know, uh, not see anybody, not talk to anybody. But um, no, I think I just I think I feel like um, especially since since having kids, too, that I I want to try to um, obviously not fake anything, but I want to um, I don't know. I just I want to try to see the positive in things. And, um, and, and try to, you know, if someone's having a bad day or if I know, I see something on social media or I know somebody's kind of going through a rough time, um, try to reach out to them, you know, just, just try to spread the love. You know what I'm saying? You know, um, you know, of course, like when I'm home and, you know, my husband's my best friend and I'm like, dude, I got to talk to you about all this. Like, you know, and just kind of like word vomit all over him. And he's sort of like the, you know, the closest people to you that you, you know, you kind of talk about your worries and, and what you're just, you know, you're having, you know, like bad day, whatever. But, um, I don't know. I think for me, I just like to try to, with other people, I I don't, I don't know. I don't want to be, the person that is, you know, I don't know. I, I just, I don't want them to feel like I'm being a burden or whatnot. I want to be more of the light and the positive for them and um, just let them know that, you know, things are going to be okay because we always go through stuff. You well, know? It sounds like something we talk about a lot on this show and that is just asking somebody, Hey, how you doing? Yeah, totally. How was your day? And, yeah. if, and if you see there's some sort of something that's going on, take a moment. You might not yeah. get the answer that you're anticipating that's going to happen, but they might also go, oh my God, thank you so much for asking because I've had yeah. the worst day and, Absolutely. and 
I feel like I can breathe now. And thank you for noticing. It's the little things, right? It really is the little things because you never know what people are going through if they don't really feel seen or heard. Um, I would say the other big thing, obviously the biggest thing in my life and, uh, you know, I, I know I'll probably talk to you about it, but is my, my beliefs, my faith, my, um, you know, where, where I am with my relationship with God and everything, um, that, that is a huge thing for me, um, as far as, uh, to, to really give me hope and a purpose and feel like I'm, you know, when I feel like there's chaos going on all around me, I'm like, well, I have hope, you know, in, in my believer and what, you know, what he's done in my life. So, um, I want to try to spread that too, as much as I can. Yeah. God is good. God is good. God is good. Absolutely. We worked together recently on this short prepare for launch. Um, and we played husband and wife. We reconnected our rekindled our husband and wife nature hood of our, our, our relationship, but in a totally different period. And two different people, which is really exciting. Anything to talk about? Anything highlights you that you took away from working on that project? Well, first of all, I know we had we had just sort of, you know, we've kind of stayed in touch a little bit over the years, but we had just sort of reconnected. Uh, we had done a an Instagram live and uh and then, you know, when you contacted me about the project, um I had really been thinking about wanting to do like a period piece of some kind. So I just thought it was crazy that you, um, you know, when you contacted me like, yeah, and it's kind of like, a you know, it's a period piece. It's kind of, you know, set back in the sixties. And I was like, Whoa, okay, this is crazy. Um, so that was exciting. And then obviously the second, the second part of that is, is us reconnecting and, and, you know, playing that husband and wife. Um, it was sort of a no brainer because I already knew you know, that it wasn't going to be hard to step into that, you know, um, even though we're playing two, two separate characters, it's like, it really doesn't matter. I know that we already can step into it and and make it believable and, and, you know, have that bond of like husband and wife. So, um, so yeah, so it was, but it was super fun, you know, I mean, even though it's a short and, you know, we, I was there for just a few days um, it was, it was really fun. I thought just the whole process of it, that, you know, just the, the scenes, the, the wardrobe, the, I the keep, story. I keep smelling the, the exterior, the outside because it was yeah. fall. It was fall. It, it was a little cold. Yeah, it was, it was cold. It was damp. Yeah, just everything was, um, it just made it feel like it, it, everything was so just believable in the, you know, in the sense of where we were and, and, and everything that was going on around us. And so, yeah, it, it was, was just, a, it was a lot of fun. And, and you it nailed it. I talked to Vince about it the other day who directed it. And he was also part of the creative team all the way from the beginning. And he yeah. said, I am so glad that we went with Amanda. Oh, that's so sweet. And, and I said, I told you, I told you she was great. <laughs> you were definitely uh, my cheerleader and, you know, you definitely, um, put, put the word out there. And so I appreciate that because, you know, it was, you know, I still, I, I turned into tape and whatnot, but it was you sort of being my, my backer. And, and so it was, I really, that we were actually able to do it, you know, and, um, with the trailer coming out and seeing everything, you know, that was put together just for that with the cinematography and, and, 
the acting, you know, um, yeah, there's that, <laughs> there's that, um, no, but just everything. It was, it was so beautiful. It was so beautiful. And, um, you know, with Ethan and McTeer, just, uh, just everybody. It just, I'm so excited to see the finished product because I know that what he's done is going to be so touching and beautiful and what you were able to, to bring about with the character. Um, I, I just, I can't wait to see it. Yeah. The dancing on the head thing was really complicated to figure <laughs> out, but I was, I don't know. I managed to pull it off. I don't know. Did you train for that or was that just a yeah, natural? Yeah, I did that in Cirque du Soleil. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. I did, okay. I did, right. yeah. I did a little awesome. run, did a little run on the, run. the yeah, Las Vegas Cirque du Soleil. No. Yeah. <laughs> if you could take a ride in the J.R. Chandler time machine, no, no, the Jacob Young time machine, <laughs> what advice would you give 14 year old Amanda Baker? Oh, okay. I just answered something like this on Facebook. They were like, if you could say three words, like if you were talking, I think it was like my 18 year old self, but 14 year old self. Yeah, I'll say 14. Um, so you mean you this know, is not I, an original question? Well, it's not so much original, but I will say <laughs> that I didn't have to think about it very long because when I was a teenager, I never thought I was going to pursue acting. I never thought that I was going to move to LA and, you know, move out of my comfort zone. I was very much happy in my bubble. And um, so I would tell that teenager, you know, expect the unexpected because you, things are going, the route you're going to take and the places you're going to go and the things you're going to experience are, are going to be pretty, pretty wild, pretty, pretty exciting. Um, because I would have never thought that would have ever happened. It wasn't in my, I just thought maybe, you know, being creative, that it was going to be a hobby or something that I would do, you know, just on the side. So just to see how God sort of orchestrated all that and how just the path that I took to get it there, it's crazy to look back and see that. So I would say to that, I would say to that girl, you know, hold on, there's, it's going to be an amazing ride expecting unexpected because you're going to, um, you're going to experience some pretty amazing things. That's amazing. And any young listeners that are out there, you know, it's the truth. It truly is is. the truth. It is. You never know what's around that corner. You never know what opportunities lie ahead. Work hard for tomorrow. That's right. And have faith in yourself. For sure. You know, um, because it is important, you know, things, yeah, there are things in life that fall on your lap. Uh, Absolutely. But also, you know, when you're with whatever you do, you know, um, whatever you decide to do, um, you know, working towards that and, um, you know, putting in the work, like you said, is, is important for sure. Um, but yeah, but you never know what's around the corner. So just when you think your life's maybe going in one direction, may take a left turn, doesn't necessarily mean it's a bad thing. But, um, but yeah, I would, um, that's, that's what I tell that girl. All her dreams. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> My sponsor, Boys Town, has a motto, and the motto is, he ain't heavy, he's my brother. Mm-hmm. And that means basically in some time in our life, just like the song, somebody has carried us. Yeah. Who has carried you? There's, there's a lot of people in my life. Um, starting from when I first decided I was going to go into this crazy business. Um, you know, my parents were always supportive of that. Um, you know, when you say to them, Hey, I'm moving out to Los Angeles and I'm going to pursue this as a career, never quite know what response you may get, you know, from, 
from family members, from friends, and things like that. And I would say they were a huge, huge part of, of me being able to, to do that and feel supported and, and uh, feel like I could actually continue to, to pursue it as a career. Um, and then, you know, in my adult life, since being married, my, my husband has been my biggest cheerleader. Um, he's always supported, um, everything that I've done in, in the entertainment world, whether it be singing or acting. And he's always, um, just encouraged me and built me up when I felt like I was like, Oh, I can't do this. Like I'm not good enough or whatever it may be. Um, he was always there, like definitely keeping me going and, uh, you know, making me believe in myself when I, when I didn't, when I didn't. So, um, I say those are definitely my parents and and my husband, for sure, are two very, very important people that have definitely carried me. Absolutely. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah. It takes, it takes a village. It does take a village. And I've had a lot of great friends and a lot of, of people in my community, um, within, uh, just my life from growing up, you know, in my hometown with everybody that I met when I was in LA and New York, um, fellow actors like yourself that, you know, when you're in the middle of a job and, um, you know, you're, you're not sure, like you're, it's, that was, that was my first biggest, that was my first big job. I had done, um, you know, night shift for that, but, um, I would say that getting the contract on all my children was, was, was huge for me. So, um, you know, having actors around me that were, you know, supportive and, um, my friends was, you know, huge. So that also goes along with it as well. Um, so thanks. Memories. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Well, Amanda, I just want to say thank you so much for joining me today on the podcast. And I know all the fans and all of our friends that are out there that are going to be listening are going to love catching up with you. If they're not already following you, where can they follow you and catch up with you? Well, I'd say the best place is on Instagram and um, it's at Amanda Baker Browning. So tacked on my my married last name on there. So Amanda Baker Browning. Hey, and it's got a nice roll. It rolls well. Nice. got the double it, it, B's. It's got a nice, it's got a nice roll, roll to it. You know, professionally, I'm still Amanda Baker, but when I created the Instagram, of course, that was gone. You know, it's kind of, <laughs> you know, it's gone. So I was like, okay, let's check on the last, let's check, let's check on the, the, the married last name and it's got a good ring to it. So yeah, I post everything on there that's going on. Um, and if you personally, wanna, her, you'll see her beautiful children, her beautiful my, family. My kids, you'll see me, my professional stuff, my personal stuff. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's the best place. It sure is. What did we do before this? I mean, now I, I feel like, I feel like I'm caught up with everybody, like by like 10 yeah. o'clock every morning. I'm like, I really have I've had my, everybody. I've had my coffee. I've scrolled through everybody's stuff and I'm like, oh, okay, I'm caught up. Yeah. It's like, I see now what Jacob's doing, you know, with his, like, by the way, congratulations on all your success and the walking dead and all that. Like amazing. Thank you. Amazing. So it's awesome. But yeah, so seeing what, yeah, just scrolling through, like just keeping up with people. So, um, yeah, I don't know what we did before it. But yeah, thank you for joining me today. Of all of my TV wives, Amanda, thank you so much for joining me on the podcast. Thank you for having me. It's always so much fun just to to be around you, do anything with you. So thanks for having me. And all my wives, we've worked together the most on all these projects. Yes. Yes. (laughs) You always bring so much to everything that we've done. And like the Mary Tyler Moore show theme song says, 
You can turn the world on with your smile, and you certainly do. So thank you so much. Can't wait to work together soon, and hopefully we'll be working together on the Prepare for Launch full-length feature. I think that it's definitely going to happen once we once everybody sees the short and sees how incredible it is. So I'm excited. I am too. All right. Thanks, thanks Amanda. All right, Jacob. Thanks. Tired of the same old boring popcorn? Want to try something that's delicious and different? If you're like me, sometimes I like a little sweet and salty. Well, Snack Pops did it again with Candy Pop with M&M's and Cookie Pop with Oreos. Make Candy Pop and Cookie Pop your family's go-to movie snack or enjoy on the go. One bite is never enough. Now available at Publix grocery stores or simply go to snackpop.com and discover the entire line of these tasty popcorn treats. Lane Frost Brand is a proud sponsor of Real Conversations with Jacob Young, the comfortable, stylish, and unique clothing line that commemorates the life of world champion bull rider Lane Frost. Everything from hats to belt buckles. Be sure to check out the whole line of products for the entire family at lanefrost.com, the official shop of the legend for the champion in you. 